Blog Talk Radio. Everybody, welcome to the Neon and Christian Vapor Psychic Hour. We've got a couple people in the queue. We're going to get started. Okay, so we're going to get to those calls momentarily, but want to let others know how to reach us today. 914-338-0164 is the call number. Do press 1 if you'd like to speak with us. And you may follow us on Facebook and on Twitter. Those accounts are linked on our Blog Talk Radio profile, Neon Christian Baker Psychic. I'm trying to post the show to our pages, but for some reason, oh, there it goes. It's working now. So I'm doing that and uh, hopefully we'll be hearing from some more of you today. We're going to bring on 850 first then 856. Hi. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hi there. Hey, can you hear me? We can hear you. Oh, I didn't know you were going to take my call that quick. Well, you've been waiting in queue. You were the first one to call, so. Well, thank you. Um, um, I'm living on a boat, and so we got to get our out. Huh? You're, what's your name again? Michelle. Michelle. Yeah. Okay. Hi, Hi Michelle. Hey. Yeah, you're in Florida, right? Yep, I've, I've called y'all a lot in the past. Oh yeah, I re- I remember you. I just for some reason blanked on your name, and I know I think oh. you're thirty three. But let's get your birth date if I'm remembering correctly. Uh, What's your birthday? Uh, Ten fourteen sixty eight. Sixty eight. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Okay, that's your karmic master number. Okay, what's going on? Um. Well, um, I'm I'm on the boat and our outdrive broke, and the marina owner here is not able to find us our part. So my husband's got to look on eBay or try to find the part, and so we got to get it that fixed. I'm curious when you see us getting that fixed, and we're not crazy about the the marina that we're staying at. It's three hundred dollars a month, so I mean it's a good price here. But the problem is, is I think there's a lot of drugs going on around here, and they're just not very friendly. So we're wanting to find another place, and where do you see us finding another place that I mean, we can it, afford? Okay, what, what's the general location that you're in in Florida? Uh, well, right now we're in a rural area. Uh, it's in Carabell, Florida. Carabell. Car- because I yeah, would imagine, I would imagine that the dock prices in Florida are rather expensive because it's touristy. Um, you right. know, and we're probably cheaper here. I pay three hundred dollars a month because right. it's They're more of a rural, rural, rural area. It's a rural area. Yeah, it's a rural area. We're not down by the the Florida Keys, you know. Right. Um, so we're trying to find a dock that we can afford in some place that's you know, a little bit more private, more welcoming. Here, I think, I just feel like there's drugs and it's not good energy around, you know. Yeah, and you are 53 years old right now? Yes, ma'am. Okay, so you're coming up on a change this year. You're going to be on your 18th cycle of your master number three when you turn 54. So that's mm-hmm. first thought. Let's get your husband's birthday, too. Uh, he is born March the 10th, 1964. So he ha- holds your master number in his month. 
3, 4, 14. He's a 24, 6. You both have sixes in your year. And you, in fact, your 10, 14 becomes your master number six. What? Uh, I didn't say anything. Did your husband oh. say something? No, it was the, like interference in the line. It's strange. So, so anyway, oh. I don't know if you heard that, but that's. It may the, have been my CB radio. Uh, maybe. I just turned it off. Maybe. I mean, there's a lot of things going on in birthdays we can get into, but for the sake of time. So you're wanting to know, one, about the part, whether you're able to get that fixed or not. Or how much is yes. the, the question about the part? And, you know, how much is it going to cost? Are we going to find the part? The marina owner can't find it and told us to start looking on eBay. And my husband thinks he found the part, but we don't know. It's a, you know, it's a used part, and we can't afford yeah. brand new. Yeah, it's tough. And then for a part, and then he's and then we're we're both really wanting to get out of here and find a private area. We just don't feel at home here. And is it an older boat that you have? Yes, it is. It's a nineteen ninety. Yeah, nineteen ninety. A lot of work we're doing on it. Well, can you find those parts in an old shipyard? Um, the the outdrive part. Uh, that's what we got to get is the outdrive. It broke on us, and uh, and I just don't know if the marina owner just didn't look hard enough. Uh, he went and no. checked out a used part, but he said it wasn't the same part. And then he just told my husband he needed to start looking for the part. And he hasn't well, given might... us the part numbers yet. Oh well, you got to get that, but. Do you can you personally go to an old shipyard and see if there's anything that um, can be pulled out from an old boat? Uh, I don't know where. Um, I don't even know where to look. Um, of course, I we got to get the part number first. It yeah. seems like it would be. I'm, I it just looking through a shipyard. It's like going to an auto. I mean, like a you know a wrecking yard. Like you. Well, they pull seems, those things out of the boat and sometimes they sell them. But here's yeah. the thing, uh, Michelle. When you're talking about your location and you don't like the vibe, we're talking about a tribal community. So what you're doing, coincidentally, you're paying 300 Now, that's your master number, three, regardless. Um, the, the idea is that you're trading in a cheap rental for a place that isn't, you know, your tribe, your people, people you're comfortable with. So you have to kind of decide whether what's more important. Because what I see is you'll probably be paying about 450 to 500 in another shipyard. I mean, another, another uh, docking. But and 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 you'll be happier, but it will cost you two probably about 200 more a month. Now I don't know if that makes sense to you according to your budget research. It does. It's, it'll be it'll be hard on my budget, but you know, at this point, my piece is more important. <laughs> okay, okay. So here's the thing: do do, do uh, boat docks come to about five hundred, four fifty to five hundred? The better ones. Uh, yeah, probably for this area. Now, if you were to go down to the Keys, it's more like a thousand to two thousand dollars a month. Yeah, but um, you're not. That's out of your budget. Yeah, that's way out of my budget. So but are, you close? are you Is the keys are you close to the keys? I mean, because you mentioned the keys, oh, but I would imagine Miami expensive. No. I mean, no, all those no. Miami no. and all that uh, several hours away from me. Um, right. Probably like no. uh, eight, ten hours, something like that. Yeah, I'm not it's, suggesting that you go there, but we're just talking about the cost of docking a boat in Florida generally is going to be more expensive in the more populated areas or the more touristed areas. Go ahead. So here's what I see. In in that rural area where you are, there is a docking uh, facility that's about 450 to 500. You will be happier there. Now, I think okay. it, it won't take – it could take as long as five weeks from now, but it may be less. But about five weeks at the most, two or three weeks otherwise. 
I think okay. this guy, you should butter up this guy so you can try to find the part since you have somebody looking for it now. This guy, um, what you have to do, what your husband has to do is sort of, does he does he have a station where he works? Does he work in a in a headquarter on the docking? Uh, not really. He's in and out, and but he also has a bar and a restaurant, so he's in and out of the bar and the marina. So we got to kind of catch him. Yeah. What the best thing to do is to catch him when he's there. And to have him kind of search while your husband's kind of hanging over him. Because this guy, his attention span is short. And he, and if he's somewhat pressured by your husband being friendly but, and, and seemingly assisting him, that might be to your advantage because he'll start looking and he'll feel compelled to find you something and your husband's being nice to him for a reason, of course. And then I can see him finding it, and it all works out okay. Um, the part itself could come to about three or four hundred, but maybe I'm wrong. What, what, how much are we looking at with these used prices? Well, we found. I think he found the part online, but there again, he hasn't given us the part number yet. And my husband thinks he found one. It was about seven hundred dollars on eBay, but we're unsure, so we got to get the marina owner to look at it to make sure it's the right part. Then yeah, it's three used, four. so we don't know. Okay, well, three to four, seven. You'll find one over that. You might be lucky and find one under that. I think you'll find your part within a week or a half. I think you'll find a new docking area within within five weeks. You'll pay more, but for the extra hundred, two hundred bucks, you'll be happier. This isn't your tribal area, that's why. So, question right. about the docking area. I mean, are is it, it typically in docking areas? Are people residing in the boats, or are they people that just dock their boats and then take them out on the weekends? And it's more Most of that. Of the people, the, the area where I live is not like down in the Keys, there's hardly anybody that lives on their boat. Uh, very few. I'm, I know of maybe five people, six people in the town. Who live on the boat. That's it. Yeah. Who? Yeah. Most other people just take it out on the weekends because they're here at the water all the time. So, the, well, the people that are partying or drug users, what? who are they? I mean, I think are the they, people that work here. Oh, they're the workers, not the residents yeah. or the boat. Right, hmm. right. So we're at a boat. Right. We're at a boat boat marina. Uh, it's a it's a boat yard where we're at, and okay. uh, it's a working it's a working marina. You see, Michelle, if you keep your nose to the ground, they're not going to bother you, and if you're private people, you'll be okay. Nothing's going to happen to you. If you like to socialize and feel like you want to be part of the boating community in your in your immediate area, that won't happen here unless you get in with these people and just excuse their behavior. You know, you might find one or two couples that might feel comfortable with you. But if you're looking for a general nice community of people where you could talk and visit and have time, fish, you know, talking and eating, that's not going to be here because you'll be too confounded by all the drug talk and everything. But you're not in danger there. There's no danger yeah. going on right now. Yeah, they're just not friendly. I mean, they're just um, – I feel like they watch everything that I do. Um, they're always up in our business watching what we're doing, who's coming here and coming in their golf carts down here watching what we're doing. You know, it just, it's a real unloving feeling. Yeah, they think you might be reporting them, and they're they're a drug clan, and they like to be feel like there's no outsiders that might report their activities. So you're you're, you're suspicious. If you don't do anything no. to arouse suspicion, they'll leave you alone. They're not. Gonna, they'll only drive you out if they feel threatened by you. But if they right. feel you're not threatening to them they'll just sort of tolerate you. But that's no way to really live. I mean, if right. you 
you said four or five hundred that seems reasonable in the, in the rural area if that if you can afford that and you have peace of mind and and, more, and people you can you know talk to that are above the law then you're going to be happier now that i said would come within five weeks no more right. probably less and you'll find can that. you you'll give me find... what's that I was going to see if you could give me any clues where to look or names or areas or something, some clue. Yeah. You know, you know, continue your search on eBay, continue your search on used parts. You know, we are used both parts on the, on the website, whatever those areas are, continue to look. I get a vibration around a shipyard, but okay. That would only be if you can find an old shipyard where they turn in old boats. Because what they're doing is they're yanking out this part from a boat that they don't want it. That's a boat that's not used. So this part could be in a boat that's not operable. But the part may be okay. okay. See what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like yeah. finding a fuel pump. It's like finding a fuel pump from an old junkyard that they junk the car, but the fuel pump's okay and the match is okay. Now, what happens right. with shipyards is they will, before they junk the boat and leave it there to rot, they will pull out any parts that they feel are workable and then they sell them black market or a profit or whatever, or even if it's legit, they sell them. Doesn't this make sense to you? Yes, sir. So then you go to the shipyard, you say, look, you get the number from this owner and you say, this is what I'm looking for. Now, old guys in shipyards have better knowledge than this, you know, character who works from in a, in a bar and a restaurant and a, he's, he's not, and he's not that focused and he's not, he's not people oriented to the extent that he's out on a mission to help you. So, you might find some crusty old guy smoking on a cigar that says, yeah, I, I got to see that was where the shipyard may go, but that might entail not you, but your husband seeing if there's any shipyard can I, can uh, I? where they abandon boats and they might have a part. That's one aside from going online and looking for the obvious sites. But I think within a week and a half. So the other thing about the guy, the person that you, that works in the bar or restaurant or whatever, this is someone who works for the, the dock, the dock, oh, the, no. the boat, the, who's this the guy? Marina, the marina owner owns the restaurant across the street, and he owns the boat yard. Right, but he's, right, but he's connected. The, the point is, you've got negative energy with the workers at that dockyard. You're the boat, yes. where you're docking your boat, and he's the owner. Right. So having right. him help you, it doesn't make a lot of sense because you've already got some negative karma going on on a tribal level with the people that work there. He employs those people. So, well, well they yeah. want him out. They'll find a way to get him out. Well, there's, there's, right, but I'm saying in, 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 in yeah, I know. the idea his, of his, him helping them is not, he's not the ideal person no. to find a part based on what's going on. Well, that's why I said, you know, for your husband to catch him at the ship, at the docking facility and have him kind of look with him. Because this guy, this guy isn't evil. He's not a bad guy. He's just not your typical nice, you know, orderly, generally. Well, he probably has a lot of other things to do, too. He's the owner of a restaurant and 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 a... a docking. Yeah, yeah, I think he's honestly. I think he's overworked. And right. He's. Yeah, um, um, I think he's a good person. I think, but the problem is, is we're in such a rural area. He can't find no help. So the help that he does get is not very good people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so I think not kind of. He's a bad person, but it's all still stemming from that. You know. Right. Well, I you think know, he hired him because that's all the work he. The druggy people aren't evil either. They're just drug culture. They're not. They're not going to kill you or cut your throat or anything. They just are protective. I mean, if you were a threat to them, they might vandalize or try to get you out. 
But that's not going to happen. You're not out to report them. You're out to get just get out of there. You're not trying to be a policeman. So I would say to corner this owner and and have your husband, if he's up to it, to corner him and say, hey, can we look? Can we spend a half hour and look? Twenty minutes? And you say, yeah, come on in. Let's look. So I think that. And then uh, aside from that, look for any shipyards. And then. Uh, look for uh, online. But to answer your question, I think within about a week and a half to get the part, uh, you're saying 700, maybe, might be less. I don't know. But you'll right. manage it because this is your life and you need the part. So, and then you'll find a place within about 20 miles that would be anywhere from uh, four to 500 a month. Um. Can you tell me what the area looks like to, so I can kind of figure out where to look? Well, where the other, where okay, this other so dockage around, is? Yeah, around the water where you dock the boats, you can go out on the dock and look yonder and you'll see trees. That's what I'm saying. You know, it just won't be flat. You'll, you'll be able to look out and instead of just seeing flat land or a building, you'll see a, a grove of trees, high trees, bushy green trees. That's one thing. Um, Don't know if that's common for the area or not. But. There's, there's maybe a restaurant or a little snack shop called the Alligator something. And so they alligator. something about the Alligator burger stand or something Oh, the alligator cafe, the alligator bar, something with an alligator name in it. Huh. Now we got a place called uh Alligator Point. It's it's just an area that's close to here. Um, so what is what, would there be a place to dock your boat in that area? Uh I don't know. I'd have to well, look. To be look, look there. There's a woman named Susan who may appear and she would help you because she might be the guy's wife or the, or the um, overseer, the manager, the boat this, the boat that. Her name is Susan. It appears to be Susan. And she might assist you. We have other callers over there. But we have other callers we've got to get to. So, Michelle, well, thank keep, us you. keep us posted. Good luck. God bless y'all. Thank you so much. Take care. Oh, bye. Okay. Eight five six. Ugh, speech impediment here. Eight five six. Is this Gwendolyn? Oh hey yes. Good morning, Dua. How are you today? Doing okay. You sound different. I don't know. Are you on speakerphone? Oh, yes. I was. I actually was coming in out of my car, but I was listening on my ride. Oh, that was so beautiful. I loved her read. Oh my God. She'll get there. <laughs> yeah. She's twenty six sixty nine. She's thirty nine twelve. Yes. Three years from the numbers, Michelle. Um I know. So I saw that. Yeah. What's going on? Um, hey listen. Um, the corn maze is opened up again. So okay. I I have to say that I know with certainty that that dude that I was with a while back, that man, I should say, I apologize. I'm sorry to that. Terrible. Um, anyhow, I, I'm certain that's my twin. And I'm more certain what? now. What? I'm certain that I'm certain it's a twin soul I'm dealing with. I'm as close to it as you could possibly get. I just know. I just know. I knew before, and I, it's just getting crazier because we're confused so the are we talking about the person no nothing to do with no 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 we are talking simply about me myself on a spiritual journey that has been joined with who i just know is a twin soul okay so this is not the guy but we need to figure out who we're speaking of so the person that you're talking about you that you think is your twin soul is not the person you have children with. This is the person that you met in the middle of the, or after you, you were in a relationship right. with him a few years ago, correct? Correct. When's correct. his birthday again? I want to so. say one twenty-seven sixty-eight. 
Okay, seven, eight, nine, ten. He's the twenty-seventh of January. His daughter's the twenty-ninth. Okay, so you're sure this is his birthday? Yeah, I remember his. I remember him being a seven, you being a three. Right. Right. Well, I mean, you know, it's it's, it's complicated because in a twin soul relationship, Gwendolyn, you don't break up. You stay together. Right. Number one. In the code, I mean, you're connected, definitely, through karma. But would I deem it a twin soul relationship? Me and Neil may have a different opinion. I would not deem this a twin soul relationship because when you're in a twin soul relationship, it is a spiritual connection, and that is the basis of the relationship. I mean, that is the driving force. So you're with the person to complete spiritual, to work on the planet in a spiritual energy, helping others, doing spiritual work, and the relationship does not break up. It doesn't break up. But go ahead with your commentary. No, I, okay, because it so closely uh, mirrors it, let's say, because we both do the same thing. The energy that he is able to deliver by thinking of me elsewhere had me come up out of nowhere with a phone call. I just had the stream. It tells me everything about Right. I felt that that day. That strength of that ability for him to connect with me energetically is what trips me into the twin soulmate type relationship going on soul-wise. Okay. Yeah, you can Now we're joined to hit the road and do some traveling while taking on new career paths together. At a time when I had no plan of this, everything just fell. It fell where it was, and we just walked right into it and picked it up, and there's not a mess at all for either one of us. We're ready to roll. Are you saying you're in a relationship with him again? I'm saying that we are, I'm willing, I am willing to give it its due respect one last time. You know, a a soul connection can have tremendous connections, tremendous. And you, and you do have tremendous connections. And I mean, if we take your, day and exchange the number seven and two is nine and two and six is eight. So nine and eight are your last numbers in your, in your year. And six and one is seven, which is his master number. So when you look at things like this, Gwendolyn, and you feel this strong connection, a soul connection can be outstanding in, in the feel of, of the connection. It can be outstanding. Twin souls don't just, a twin soul is different. A twin soul, are on, they're on a mission of, of some spiritual high essence. They're on the planet for right. the last time. They're meeting for the last time. And their egos aren't involved in the journey. It's about unionizing in such a way that it becomes highly spiritual. A soul connection can have all kinds of wonderful connections. Coincidences, you know, you're thinking you you know, you have a soul connection with this person. Don't worry about it, because if it was a twin soul connection, you'd have to start becoming missionaries. So don't worry about that. Not you're, doing missionary, but being missionary. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> Well, have a perfect. Sorry, you would have appreciate that one. Okay. Well, yes, yes, of course. And it's, and your sevens and threes can get along beautifully. Right. Those are spiritual. I do. That's the crazy part. It's effortless. It always was. But, yes, unlike the twin where the ego comes in, um, that was that was a, a bump. That was a bump. Yeah. I'm not ego-driven. I'm more humble. Um Okay, I get it, but you're masculine, and I don't want you to walk around acting like you're a girl with a tutu on. I don't expect yeah. that. I just, I have a certain, um, expect, I, not expect, anyway. Um, yeah, so that, this is, like, really crazy. And when we had that personal reading, and you guys were seeing the traveling, um, I don't know, it just busted open in the last week. I mean, there's a lot of purge um, energy-wise for me 
um, on my journey, um, it was to push through the gate and push through that block. And I, and I worked through that this week, which was wonderful. It's beautiful. This, it, it's like it flips in your mind is what it does for me because I'm so open, because my intuitive abilities know something deeper is going on here. So I thank you because I like to check in. I want to keep it in check because I'm still learning how to hone the abilities I have and the, you know, the array of the abilities that I'm capable of tapping into. So it's very important for me to keep myself in check and understand on that soul level, um, according to Blueprint, um, what really is going on for me because then yeah, I can be. You know, the other advantage you have is that his first three numbers add up to 10. 10, which is the combination. And that is your, yeah, your master number combination. So you have a tremendous past life with him. And the union yes, I'm sure. you have with him in this time can feel spiritual because yes. this man at his highest peak, if he ever gets there, is a spiritual being. He's a seven. There, but I don't know if he'll ever get well, there. He had some tough stuff to deal with in his childhood. childhood his yeah. master number is in his third number, which is your master number. What? His master number is uh-huh. third, Oh, yeah, the third place. And the third place is your master number. number. You know, it's it's interesting. It's an interesting journey you're having with this person. What does he do? Yes. I mean, just Mm -hmm. for the sake of time, is he like a? What does he do? Um, Well, he was with um, a city water department for twenty twenty three years, and um, he's just changed and. Um, what we're um, exploring is um, cross-country trucking together. It's something I wanted to do, but I put it down for a second until I could get to where I am in the now. And now he is doing exactly that. And that like I I don't know. I knew change was coming, and I felt it, and I was ready. So I just went with the ebb and flow of it. And this is where the maze takes me. And I but said, okay. Did you, did you say he was working for the city? He I, I, was. Doing like what? Like He worked for the water department. Yes. So he did all outdoor. I don't right. remember that. Yeah. I was seeing like, did he work for the water department like repairing things? Correct. Yes. That's repairing. Yeah. You know. Um, right, that, right. Outdoor work, same as I just got, you saying. know, was doing. That's what I was mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, I was doing that one thing I didn't know if I ever was going to do, but I had planted that seed and then I walked away from it because I like 420 and that works for me. So I, you know, Spirit said, do you want anybody on your rear end that can take away your personal life? Right. That's something you ask yourself when you're me. And I said, no. So I put it down for a minute. However, if we do it as a couple without giving up our independent lives, coming back off the road, I'm willing to go there right now. What do I have to lose? Nothing. Why not? I can I mean, make money and travel. And he and I are like peanut butter and jelly, and he's never going to have a better partner than me. And quite frankly, I don't believe I'd ever have one better than him. Well, that's, I mean, it's great. And you guys are strongly connected. Um, so... I mean, I don't see anything wrong with that plan if you're able to support yourself and, and yep. you know, oh, yeah. take care of your responsibilities while doing it. Yes, absolutely. Um, I take care of everything, and I know exactly how it gets taken care of. I know it's a second that that little um, fruition came to be. I already had gone through the process before, and now – my foundation is much stronger than it had been at that moment in time. Therefore, yeah. the gates are wide open for me. I worked hard to be able to do something like that if I wanted to. And frankly, right. nothing fills me more than um, to travel, to explore, to be free, to not be, you know, I'm not that kind of person. I'm just a very energetic being. I really am empathic. I've come to know so many things about myself, even over the past week and yesterday till now. So for me, it's becoming more and more important to take myself back um, 
to make sure I'm filling myself up, and that fills me up when I think of it. I'm I'm totally full, so I'm going to go for it. And is if that's going to work out, it'll work out. Is this cross country? If Paul have things, is this cross country? Uh, right, trucking? it would be right. Yes. Mm-hmm. So the yes. only thing have you ever had any car? Have you been in any car accidents, or is he? Um, no, he drives like um, an elderly man, and um, no, I don't have accidents. I had five beer smash my van, but that was it. Well, that's an accident. So, I mean, it's anything on the road, anything. Oh, yeah, so deer. deer. They, yeah, they hit me, actually. I was driving well, down their land. <laughs> so it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't matter. So you, 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 you unfortunately um, had deer cross the path of your car, which caused an accident. So that is an Correct. accident, whether or not it was your responsibility or not. Well, you, you know, know he drives like Correct. an old man. He's a safe driver. What you should do, do, Gwendolyn, is always put out a little prayer about safe driving every time you wake up and start going on the road or you're driving at night. Uh, Just be aware of the higher spiritual essence of protection. But otherwise, it's good. It's all good, you know? Okay. All right. So there's nothing I should do but go forward, yes? No messages I need to know. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. All right, well, listen, I appreciate you guys. Love you. Have a great day, and thank you very, very much, as always. Thanks, Gwendolyn. You're welcome. Thank you. Peace out. Okay. Bye. Okay, we have another caller from 856. I should have asked if this person is related. No, probably because Gwendolyn would have stayed on. Hi. Hi, how are you? Oh, it's Rosemaria. Funny, I was thinking about you because I saw that 856 number earlier, or 850 for some reason. I was confusing it with you, but anyway, 123174, right? Hello, are you listening? Yeah. Are you hearing me? I'm here. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So what's up? Uh, whatever you guys are getting, uh, I know I have a meeting about... Um, yes, I was wondering if that's going to get cleared up for financial with the state and all that. They kind of screwed me over on that one, so I was going to go. Wondering if that's going to go straight for me. Well, what, wait, give, us a, give us a bit more content. Because uh, the state messed up the uh, whole system for residents for New Jersey, if that makes sense. No, wait, no. Say that again. Uh, the state of New Jersey messed up, like, uh, a whole bunch of people with uh, unemployment and stuff like that. So I was going to, I have a meeting on Monday with them. So I was wondering if that's going to go clear. So, okay, the question is, what are you trying to do? What's the goal? Are you trying to collect unemployment? Is it a meeting to, to get approved for unemployment benefits? Uh, they messed up the uh, system and they cut me off or not supposed to. Okay. So it's supposed to be continued. And they messed the whole thing up, meaning they kind of didn't do put, let me put in my information where I'm supposed to do continued unemployment, <laughs> which okay. I was supposed to get. So they cut you <laughs> off erroneously, and you're having a meeting right. what day? On Monday. So that's the um, fifth. Four twenty-five. Right. So let's just get that. It's an eight. Well, it's a money number, but the problem is the four twenty-five is an eleven. So that may present some challenges. So you're trying to get your unemployment reestablished because they took it away from you erroneously. Right. And you're wondering how that's going to go. So that's your question today? Right. Well, I mean, you've got to present your evidence and and back it up, first of all, because if they uh, cut off your unemployment, well, you, the burden is on you to prove why why they did it and why it was erroneous to uh, the general attitude of having unemployment. And can you prove that? Oh, it's already been proved. It's already been proved. What, but I mean, they just keep on. 
They just you keep mean, messing up the system. Yeah. You presented them evidence, you're saying, that that they've made an error and they just aren't correcting it. Right. Yeah. Okay, so what you've got to do, you're going to have a hearing, and I, I can't, don't, don't say this is absolutely true, but I think you'll get it reestablished. I think you've got to talk to the right person, and that has to be, a, uh, you know, a general supervisor. You may have a little bit of trouble with that because your number system has some variety of difficulties in it with money and stuff. But here's the here's the, the other prediction. I think you'll probably get it. It depends on your connection to the person you speak to. So do you know who you're having a hearing with? Uh, no. Okay, well, but then in that case, we'll put out energy that it's the right person. Because sometimes you get the right person and sometimes you get the wrong person. If you get the wrong person, they don't do anything to help you. Or they lie in your face. If you get the right person... They all been... Yeah, they all been doing that, each and every one I've been talking to. Yeah. That's <laughs> some bad luck. Um, are, you a divo- are you a divorcee? Or no. No. Uh, no. Have you? No. no. Were your parents divorced? Mm, no. One passed away. Oh, one passed away. Is that your mother or father? Mm-hmm. My mother. I thought mother, because I said that first. I felt that was the mother. Were you close to her? Yes. Okay. So don't worry, because the piece of the puzzle on a karmic level has to do with separation. And right now your separation is with unemployment. So what we'll do briefly is we will put out an energy prayer that you get your unemployment benefits restored. You get the right person. It may be a female, maybe even influenced by your mother's spirit. But we'll put that energy out for you. Call us back and let us know how it goes. Be sure to call us back so we don't keep working on this. Okay. Okay? Cool. Yep. Okay, good. Good luck. Okay, we'll be waiting for your call. Thanks. Thanks. Okay, that will be after the 25th. Okay. A couple days. 956 is our next caller. Hi. 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 That was lucky, huh? <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, who's this? I'm My name is Tony. Tony with an I? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, Tony. Oh, where are you coming from? I'm calling from Texas. Texas. Okay, Tony, and what's your birth date, full birth date? November 13, 75. So I'm getting a four. You have a four on your day. Your 13 is a four. 11, 13, 1975. So what is that altogether no. for? That was quick. How did you do that so quickly? Six. No, it's no. 28. No. <laughs> it was like... 11, 13? Yeah. Three, oh. four, five, six, sixteen, and um, twelve. She's a twenty-eight, ten, yeah, one. Just like interesting. We've had we've had two colors um, that were threes and two colors that were ones by the same karmic number. So you've never called our show. I don't think we've talked to you before, have we? Oh no, it's been a while. Like I oh, have so not. Have to you. So we have talked well, to you I before. Don't I don't remember. I don't think I don't think so because I, I haven't remember. got I just found no. that I just found out about Block Talk Radio. <laughs> okay, so we haven't talked to you before. I, I you didn't sometimes no. you remember people, so we haven't talked before. You are 1975. You're going to be um, 47 years old, right? Yes. Uh, no. <laughs> no yes. Well, yeah. that's life and interesting because it's, anyway, so. You're going to be 47 years old. Um, your karmic number is 28. So you would have had a change since we haven't talked to you before. Just real quick. Uh, it would have been 2000, wait, uh, 95, 1998. No, yeah, 2003. 2003. 
So maybe 2004, true. yeah, maybe because you're compounded, but 2000, actually 2000, late 2003 to 2004, because you're born at the end of the year, there would have been a change, possibly. <laughs> Can you go back to the age of 28 and tell us what was going on at that point? I had my first child at children. age 28. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking, I was thinking that you had children. Do you have three children or more? No, I have, I have two. I'm sorry, two. I have a how to say a soon to be 18 year old. Okay. And uh, and I have a toddler, <laughs> six year old. Um, you have a six year old. Was there ever any like miscarriage or? Yes. That situation. So that could have been where the yes. uh, third child is coming from. Okay, so so you have a couple kids. You know what? You're, you're, hmm. you're so right. I actually before before my uh, my um, I I became pregnant at 28. I did have a miscarriage, mm-hmm. and then I became pregnant of my my child. Okay, so you had a miscarriage prior to your successful pregnancy of your 18 year old, now 18 year old. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so we've got that down. What um, What's your question today? I would like to know. Um, my question is career wise. Uh, what What um, For some reason, I can't seem to get it right in my career, and I'm not, I'm not at that age where I can, you know, change. I, I'm looking. I mean, for something stable and I guess retiring career wise. Well, let me ask you something real quick. Just interject real quick. Were there any uh, nurses in your background? Nursing, healthcare is exactly what I wrote down. Oh my God! I, I'm actually in the medical field, and I actually did attend school for CNA. So we both thought that. Neil said it. I wrote it down. Healthcare. So we both got the vibe. And so you're currently in that field, and you feel that you can't change because you're at the age where it's difficult to make a career change. Sorry. Well, I, I did. Um, I actually, I actually did sort of kind of like career change. I had been doing uh, lab, like a lab tech, drawing blood for almost ten years, fifteen years. Uh huh. So recently, I became an office manager. But for some reason, with the the place where I'm at right now, it's not working out for me. So. I mean, I and I do like the office environment, so I'm kind of wanting to stick by it. <laughs> so, is the office a healthcare office or no? Yes. So you yes, still are in healthcare, exactly. but you're still in healthcare, but you're just not in the um. You're not. I'm you're not in the office do it the work. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. So, uh, so now you're on the office side rather than like. It, being a phlebotomist or a nurse mm-hmm. where you're hands-on and you don't like the office that you're in. Do you yeah, want to I feel stay? like it's become Go ahead. a little bit toxic. Um, I, I just, it's, I'm not getting along very well with my office manager and it's, I don't know. I just, I, it actually, it's not, it's not healthy for me. And I'm like, should I just leave the job or should I just tough it out? Are things going to get better? Or what's going to become of that? How long have you been there? Eight months. I was going to ask like less than a year, which mm-hmm. months? Okay. Well, I mean, you can look for other work while you're still there. I mean, is there any opposition mm-hmm. to doing that? Well, that's what I've been looking for. I've been looking for other for other opportunities out there, but it is how, how you see oh. it. Like we're hiring, we're hiring, but I've been applying and no luck. Your master number is one, so you you might have to have a a a, a year a year to be there, shy of four months. So that might be why you're having trouble right now. That was the four I was coming, and they was coming up with the four initially. So that's interesting. Four right. more months. So around the time that you've been there a year or right before that time, you'll find uh, another job. And it might have to do with office manager again. 
but you just got to keep looking. But understand that your master number is one. So that means that your life goes every year. There's a change. You've been here for eight mm-hmm. months. When it gets around nine months, things are going to get warmer for you and your outlook. Um, so I think that Which that is by is, next month. Well, maybe by next month, the door starts to open. And somewhere between next mm-hmm. month and three months henceforth, between nine, eight, uh, nine and 12 months you've been working there, you'll probably get a, um, a, you'll probably get another office manager job. But let me ask you something. Is there anyone in your family or in your background that loves to go fishing? Anyone with a fishing? Yes. Yeah, who's that? My husband. <laughs> yeah. So you see, we're making connections. My husband. Yeah. Oh, yes, you are. My husband, he's my poor husband. We've been so busy, and he sees me stressing about work, and he's like, just leave it. We'll figure it out. And I'm like, no, no, I'm not going to leave you with all the responsibility. You uh, have four bills and things like that. No, no, no. Oh. Huh? Um, no, you I, just you misheard said, something. I thought you said you had four husbands. No. But, um. Yeah, my, no. my poor husband, because he'd be wanting to go poor. fishing. Oh, your poor and, husband. And yes, he he loves to fish. He, we actually have he has he well we own a boat. Oh, he yeah. hasn't been yeah. out there for almost so I know. um yeah. I know. I get so it. We get we, it. I might actually tell him, you know what, let's go. <laughs> yeah. Go fishing. Well we we picked up you had a boat too. So go fishing in about three to in about three months. A one month to four months, you'll have a job. You'll be happy. That's what we think, Tony. I mean, that's good. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure I can hold up. I, I try to be calm about the situation. I, I just, I mean, I, I don't know what the situation in her mindset is or my, like, my HR department, because I've kind of explained it to them that how she, her person is. But they're not I helping. Don't know if they... Yeah. Um, what are the... I, I mean, you know, I think the thing about HR is that frequently HR really isn't there for the employees. I mean, it operates for the preservation of the business. And so if there's a problem employee, I mean, which you, I'm not saying you're a problem employee, but if there's an employee that's causing or that's, that's bringing up issues with another employee, if this if woman has been there longer term than you? Has she, she been uh, there a long about term? about a, a month. No, so not, not really. Before? The company just opened. No. The company just opened. Well, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think that moving out of this, get finding another job rather than trying to deal with the ins and outs of the HR department is the best idea. Um, because they're not, they're not, clearly they're not responding to you in the way that you want them to. They're not supporting you, right? I actually, I just recently just approached them about them. And uh, she's very, I think she sees the person for her, for her actions. Uh-huh. And uh, I've spoken to the, to the vice president, but I think um, I'm just waiting Um to see what the outcome is on it. And well, that's pretty much you know, what I While you're there, you might request some kind of mediation uh, so you can get things figured out. Um, you don't worry. Things might improve while you're there, but if, if you're looking for another job, another opportunity, that will come to your, into your focus. If you're looking to improve things there, say, look, why can we meet, can we have a mediation so we can get this cleared up? Because that's going to be the best way than you scolding her. And you know, behind my back, we need to figure out how to get make it more arrangeable so that they can see her behavior in front of you, and and put on record her reactions. Actually, HR recommended that. Yeah, well, that's what you should do. And, uh, I mean, she's, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely looking. I, I, uh, I just feel that it's all about control when it comes to her. I mean, because 
it it really is all about control. It, and, it's difficult. I mean, it's difficult because probably someone like this isn't going to change. I mean, perhaps if the if the HR department is supportive, there might be some change on her part. But probably leaving that position is the best idea, at least in my estimation. But, you know, who knows? You know, sometimes people like this, when they get cornered, they fear about their job, so they'll cooperate. And you might get lucky there to where the tensions release. But keep looking anyways and have that mediation. Yeah, definitely, because, I mean, it's so funny because I'm the office manager, and but she's my regional manager, and she's, I mean, she should be working from home, but it's like she just stays in the office to nitpick my work. When, according to her, at one point, I was her best employee, and I'm like, well, I mean, yeah, because I was doing my job and I was allowed to do my work. And now when she hired her son and a friend, that's when things changed because she wanted me to give them special treatment. And that's not the way it works, you know. Yeah, I mean, it just sounds like a lot. I mean, yeah, HR, according to you, might get involved, but it sounds like there's a lot of a lot of crap to wade through. If there are people that she's hiring that are her relatives and friends, then you're in a toxic environment aside from her because you've got Mm -hmm. employees that are on her side. Well, her son's no longer there. Now I just have one of her, her son, her son finally left, but I have her friend working under me and she is, another one that she's just she's pretty much like they said like the little mold in the office but I mean hope I mean with her I know she doesn't want to lose her job because I know it'll be very hard for her to find another job because she's working um I think her her permit's about to expire because she she needs a permit to work in the United States or something like that and so, I mean, I think she got lucky like, only because of her bringing her along. So, I mean, I think that I, th- I honestly feel that HR will see that she uses her position and that she shouldn't be getting involving um, bringing in people like that because that creates, um, you know, obviously trouble. Right. Right. Well, it's a matter of whether you want to stay and fight it out with HR or find something else. Um, Lastly, because we've got to close, do you want to remain in the administrative side of the healthcare business or would you return to being a phlebotomist? I mean, would that be an option? I mean, I'm actually trying to look more into the office. I I did the, uh, I mean, I I want my AT, I haven't had an AT5 job in years and yeah. I, I kind of like I enjoy having my 8 to 5 work and because I get to spend time with my family on the weekends that's another reason my husband hadn't been able to go fishing because I was working so much I, I, I could honestly say I would only get I wouldn't get weekends off yeah and and it was affecting our relationship because I would I would be at work most of the time and now I came upon this position, and it became a little bit better for us. So I kind of want to stick to something a little bit more comfortable for us and to be more, spend more time with the family. Okay, what I'm looking for. I would say go through the motions with the HR department. Keep looking for another job. I think there's something that's going to be better out there for you personally. And the time frame that you gave is, what, four months more maybe? Yeah, and you can call our show um, again, Tony. Give us an update, and um, you know you kind of caught us at the end, but you know you're invited to call back, keep in touch, and um, we wish you luck in your search. Thank you very much. I guess I was lucky. It was meant for me to talk to y'all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you can join us on Facebook and on Twitter. Those accounts are linked on our Blog Talk Radio profile. We appreciate that. And good luck. 
Thank you very much. You're welcome. Um, we have a caller from 347 who, by the way, 347, you've got to call back on Wednesday because we, we are at the end of the show. Are you there, 347? I can't understand anything. Is that a TV in the background or is it someone talking? It's completely muffled. Talking about the Russian Ukraine, we can't even hear you. Okay. So yeah. So we're going to have to hang up. We can't hear you. We're going to have to hang up. I apologize, but it's the volume is bad, and we can't take. We don't have any more time. We're out of time. We're out of time. We're back on the air Wednesday, 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern. Thanks, callers. Bye-bye.